What does it take to end cyber attacks? At Cyber Reason, we can tell you exactly what it takes. It takes an army of battle-tested defenders on a mission. Defenders who fight foes that operate under the cover of digital darkness. Defenders who think, move, and adapt faster than cyber attackers. Defenders with the technology and effortless automation to spot and attack forming on computers, mobile devices, servers, and the cloud, and alert you when it matters most. To end cyber attacks, it takes the brightest minds in global cyber intelligence working to deliver future-ready protection to guard your data wherever the fight moves. Cyber Reason is ready to win the battle with you and for you. In the fight to end cyber attacks, we are the defenders. Join us to reverse the adversary attacks with proactive protection against ever-evolving threats. Cyber Reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere. Learn more at cyberreason.com. That's C-Y-B-E-R-E-A-S-O-N.com. Shampoo. How is it made and what does it do? Wood. What's that made out of? You probably don't know. All this might be answered on I Don't Know About That with Jim Jeffries. Hi, welcome to I Don't Know About That with Jim Jeffries. I'm here with Forrest Shaw, Kelly Zabinski, and uh, Jack Hackett. How are you, Jack? I'm good. How are you doing? Uh, good, good, good. We're all here. How was everyone's fourth? Good. Loud. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you what happened with us. I'll tell you what happened with us. <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't even care about anyone Moving else. on. <laughs> <laughs> I had a great if you had a story, you should have butted <laughs> in with your story. How was Jack? everybody's fourth? Let me tell you what happened with mine. Yeah, Jack, Jack wants to work in, as a comedian, and he goes like this. Good. Yeah. you got to come with more than that, mate. I'll tell you. It, it wasn't interesting. I just got drunk. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, there you go. Keep going. That is good. And then I slept. Oh, God. You, you, get, you get drink and then you get drunk and then you sleep. I feel like That's we've it? been training him for years to be a better drinker and drug user. And I was playing, so far, I was, no good. I was playing golf with Jack the other day and he was looked at his phone. And he goes, oh, my brother's just discovered alcohol. And, and he showed me, <laughs> he showed me, his brother's 21. How do you just discover at 21? As an Australian, that blows my mind, <laughs> right? But, but it's, it's him sitting at a table with all the different alcohol bottles from his parents' liquor cabinet. And he was trying each one each fr- in the front of each one. Yeah, by it? himself. His brother was sitting there going, gin, not for me. Vodka, hmm, I see merits. Right? Yeah, he went, I don't get rum, but oh, McAllen is I don't good. get rum. Your parents' liquor cabinet is probably the only one in history that isn't filled with half water because you guys didn't <laughs> drink it in high school. We didn't know where it was. Oh, yeah. God. So, so hold, hold on. Before we keep going, the, the, people can see us, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you want to address? Oh, we're, 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 we're in a studio. <laughs> we've, we've had a problem with our other studio. We've had to move ch- studios because of this. There's a little debate going on. It's all going to be sorted out very quickly. But this is an ad-free podcast. <laughs> you won't hear me selling things. You just this is this is free to the people. <laughs> Enjoy that, except for Imodium. Imodium, it never fails. Okay. You've got the shits. Take some Imodium. It fixes it every time. Best thing the human race has ever invented. Wheel. Emodium. <laughs> okay. Um, that so, being said, uh, also today, uh, your special comes out. My special comes out today. So, so it's 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 already out. It came out at midnight. If you if you're just tuning in on Tuesday, I I, I hear it's doing phenomenal. I hear it's broken Netflix, and Netflix just can't believe how good their ratings are, and all your subscriptions are going up by a dollar. That's how good <laughs> it's gone. That's how good it's gone. Mm. We had the Fourth of July, and I hung out. Uh, I was friend- going to say that's a good transition. I don't think it's doing quite as good as Awake. Uh, awake, so, okay, on the 4th of July, okay, so me, Forrest, and our friend Jason John Whitehead all hung out together, and we were in Palm Springs, and what happened was, 
uh, Forrest bought a whole shit ton of fireworks. And my son was excited that he was going to see fireworks set off in front of him because he's never had them set off in front of him right away. And uh, for whatever reason, my son said to Forrest, do you have a permit? And Forrest said, yes. Forrest just lied and said he had (laughs) some special permit. Anyway, we let off a firework. We let off one firework. A a very small one. Just like I told told your son, I was like, I said, okay, I'm going to let off a small one just as a preview. We did like two or three small ones, nothing big. That's what we did. Went back in the house. Went back in the house. And then this woman who would have been 90 years old comes over to the house and she goes, I've lived here for 70 years. And this is like, you're going to burn down Palm Springs like this, right? And my son went, but he has a permit. I was like, all right, easy, Hank. Yeah. Uh, And she just just looked at him. I went, no, Hank, not right there. Don't, don't, don't. This is not your fight. Uh, yeah, and then that was funny too. And she goes, I'm gonna tell the owner of the house, and you're like, I'm the owner, I'm the owner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we watched a TV show called Awake. Has anyone watched Awake? No, it's people counting quarters for 24 yeah, hours and then having to do physical activities. Now, I know it already sounds awesome, by the way. <laughs> this is all we did on the 4th of July. We didn't even drink. We just watched. We watched every episode this is, this of the Wake Party. We 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 logged in. I I had a bit. I was having a bit of a bad time personally, and I, I saw I didn't want to drink, and I logged in eight hours of a wake. No one won the million. I hate to ruin it for you. If you're watching a wake, oh no, then the are gonna be angry at me. Uh, they gave away a million dollars. Awake, watch it. They count quarters, and then they play little games involving balls and balancing coins on their face. There's a lot of quarters involved, but awake, very There's a million dollars in quarters. There's a million dollars in quarters, but they never count to a million dollars in quarters. They have to count them, and they have to keep track without writing anything down while staying awake for 24 hours, and they have to say how many they counted. And they have to be within a certain amount of money. To no even, paper or pen. To I, know, I can't money. even get through counting a dollar in change yeah, without yeah. starting over. Yeah. I still, yeah. here's one for you. I've lived but, in this country now for 11 years. I still don't know which one's a nickel and which one's a dime. Uh, it says it on it. It's, just, written, it's written on there. I just well, give the it, reading I, it's, it's the always issue. the bit that I just go, I'll just keep that. I know quarters because yeah. quarters are useful. You can use them out in the wild. There's there's machines that take them and you can put them in parking meters or you can buy a soda. You with can them. also use dimes and nickels in the wild. As uh, you say. I've never I've never I've never owned a dime or a nickel for more than a minute. Here, here, here's, here's the thing about the show is you, you count the amount of quarters and then you have to tell someone this is how many I counted and you have to be within a certain amount. There's one uh, point where you have to be within $500 of what you said that you counted and there's another point where you have to be within $25 to win the million. There was one person that said he counted his count was 97,300 something dollars. Yeah. It turns out he only counted 23,000. He was, <laughs> he was 70 grand out. I don't How know. How do you make that mistake? <laughs> I don't think he knows what, I think he's like Jim. He doesn't even know what a quarter is. Or like, he's just like, these are worth $20 each, right? Or $25 each. I think he thought they were $25 each. That's the only thing that could have happened. It's banana. Like every, and they, the, the James Davis. Is James, the host Dav- James Davis hosts the show. And he's he, great. He was, he was not, Nice about it too. He was like, "Hey, you're only off by seventy thousand. I was like, "What? Yeah, yeah, man, you must be pretty sleepy." <laughs> we need Simon Cowell to go in there and be the host of that and really just rip into people. Yeah. All right, let's let's start the show. We have a guest as we always do. Me and Jack don't know anything about the guest or anything about the topic. Kelly and Forrest do know about the topic. Mm-hmm. I am going to say everything that I know about this topic. 
with a few uh, hints from For- not hints, questions from Forrest. Yeah, well, uh, first let's introduce our guest. Uh, please welcome to the show, Dr. Kevin Peter Hickerson. All right, see, this is I'm already in the lead here. Every time I have to ask questions to people, because if you were just called Mr. Kevin Peterson, is it Peterson? Kevin Peter Hickerson. P- Peter Hickerson. All yeah. right, Ke- Kevin yeah. Peter Hickerson. Oh, I'll just call you Kevin, Dr. Kevin. <laughs> do you like Doctor? Doctor. Do, you like, do you call Dr. Kev? Would that be your thing? That would be your TV Dr. name, like Doctor sure. Doctor yeah. Drew, <laughs> right? Because his name's Andrew. In case anyone didn't know. Ah, that's <laughs> okay. And Doctor Oz, he's probably got a first name. Oswald. Is he Oswald? No, I think Oz is his last name. <laughs> to, to be fair, I. I probably should have called other people doctors on this podcast already, Oops. but it didn't. Yeah, there's that probably a guy from Princeton. Yeah. yeah, he was probably a doctor. The guy, the guy, the guy, <laughs> who, the guy who knew about the post office. He was probably that's a the doctor. guy from Princeton. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah, a doctor. That's, yeah, that's, that's the, the guy, guy with the Olympics. He would have been a doctor. He you, might have been. He's a professor. He might not have been a doctor. Just because you're a professor doesn't mean you have a doctorate. But I think that. I mean, yeah. if any of them had given you the doctor title, you would have used it. Sure, they might not have. It's not your job. They also might have been like, "What? What have we gotten ourselves into?" But, okay, in this but, podcast? but, if, Ke- <laughs> but if Kevin isn't a medical doctor, I always find those ones weird. I know it's a real thing. I know you've got a doctorate, but I've been on airplanes where they go, "Is there a doctor on the plane? Do you still do you still pipe up?" Somebody's like, "Doctor of philosophy here. Like, this is not going to help." Yeah, has anyone got a dilemma? You can't live, laugh, love your way out of a fucking heart attack. Is anyone having an existential dilemma? <laughs> I, that, I so. was once on a plane from Los Angeles to New York. Uh, no, from Los Angeles to London, or I don't know which way I was going. Mm. I think I was going. No, I think I was going to LA from London. Unnecessary. Yeah. Well, it, it kind of is. <laughs> okay. And a guy had a heart attack on the fucking plane, sitting next to his wife. An old fella had a heart attack just sitting there. And they went, "Is there a doctor?" And then they worked on him a bit, and then he died. But we we're over. You know, the Atlantic or whichever way we fly. I think it's the Atlantic, right? That is. Yeah, and we're over the Atlantic. So there's no turning back. So they just fucking put a blanket over the cunt head, <laughs> right? Oh. right? Like they oh, just put a blanket man. over it. And his wife had to sit there the whole time. She just kept on reading a magazine, right? And Wait, there she was, wasn't crying? She was crying a bit, <laughs> but it's a long flight. She took a meal. She took a meal. Right, and 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 there was another bloke. There was another bloke who had nothing to do with the couple. The old fellow was sitting in the middle. That's he just so had to. Awkward. He just had to sit next to a dead bloke. Right, the whole thing. Now the rest of us. Well, what else are you going to do? Shove him out the plane? Oh no, you can't. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can't put him in the overhead. Everyone yeah. takes too many bags on. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're only allowed one carry-on in case there's a dead body in the cockpit. When we when we landed, we all understood that we had to stay seated until they got the dead body off. Like yeah. we were all like, "All right, we have to chill here." Yeah. Right. But like, like they were on the way to the bathroom. They were like three rows back from the bathroom. So you went to the bathroom, and then you were lining up for the toilet. And I stood next to her for a while. I was yeah. like. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Condolences. <laughs> now, was this one of the times that you masturbated in the airplane bathroom? Because oh. that would that would make sense. That's how he. See that's a dead how he, body. You're like, gotta go. It's go time. No, that's how he died. He went in there, tripped over, banged his head. <laughs> but yeah, I saw a dead guy on a plane. All right, so getting back to Dr. Kevin Peter. I'm just saying the doctors did nothing. (laughs) So here's part of the show called Judging a Book by Its Cover. Uh, Jim's going to try and guess what you are, your field of expertise is, or what you're going to be talking about today. Let's just do that. Okay. Are you involved in medicine? What what we're talking about today, specifically. I know, but I'm going to find that out for these questions. Are you involved in medicine? Not really. No. No. Are you a doctor of history? 
Is that a, a thing? Is that a thing? Yes, it could be. Are you a doctor of history? <laughs> no. <laughs> do, no. Do do you do you give seminar? Do you talk at uni- Do you lecture at universities? No. Oh, fucking what do you? Are you That'd a, be nice. You're. A, you're is, a, by the way, this is what. Actually, this is, I know Jim, what it every, is. Every every show, Jim does this. He goes, "What are you an expert?" I know what he is. I know what he is. I know what he is. I'm looking at him. He's wearing a flannel shirt. He's a fucking tree doctor. <laughs> first of all, yeah, yeah, yeah. First that's, of a, that's a thing. There, I don't think th- there's a guy a that calls doctor? himself the tree doctor as that an tree. advertisement, probably. But I don't no, think that's a, a real thing. People who bandage up trees and stuff are called, are they called tree surgeons? Yeah, yeah, they are. But also, mm. but also, why would the flannel shirt be a tree? Because he looks like he's been out in the woods fixing he, he, trees. Yeah. It's coronavirus. He's at home right now. He's yeah. relaxing. Yeah. Also, the flannel shirts are yeah. known for lumberjacks who chop down trees, which would be the opposite of a tree doctor. Right. Okay. I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna say he works okay. with, works with trees. Final answer. All right, I'm gonna <laughs> wait. You don't want to give me hints? No, right, give me a hint. Okay. And remember the other hints I gave you before. Yeah, your hints are like... Uh, I know, but you have to think about Bruce it. Bruce Willis. No, I'm, I'm going to give you another actor. Okay. So this is an actor that has portrayed something related to this. Okay. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Also ah, Bruce Willis. You're, <laughs> you're a doctor of notebooks. Nope. No, no. So Ryan Gosling is... I only know like two... He was in the Nice Guys film, The Notebook. And then La La Land. La La, La, La Land. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is an actor that. Uh, I mean, sort of, but not really. Bruce Willis. He wasn't involved in this. Really? Well, Bruce else. Willis. So he might be yeah. a medical doctor because he. That was something. He doesn't let oh, people I... die hard. Mm. No. Okay. Yeah. Um. I right, give me another hint. Ryan um, Gosling's not good. God, let me think of something else then. Um. Oh, you. I know the hint. Okay, I get it. You can help. You got the hint. You got you, the hint. Yeah, you, you can, can guess, guess yeah. too. Yeah. Uh. First Man. Remember the First Man movie? Are you looking at my computer? No, uh, you're, okay. you're you're astrologist. Jesus Christ, astrologist. <laughs> That's a like doctor Zodiac of astrology. Christ. No, he, he knows. He knows about the That's fucking. That's a psychic. That was like about, a Gemini answer. Right? He knows about the moon and the galaxy. Well, moon is correct. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, but uh, he's that, an astronaut. <laughs> he's a doctor of astro- astronauts. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to tell you what is it, it is. Dr. Spachemin? Dr. Kevin Peter Hickerson. We're going to be talking about the moon landing today and, and the Apollo program. Oh, I know and a lot about the moon Dr. landing. Dr. Kevin Peter Hickerson is a nuclear physicist from Caltech. And he Ooh. also has a science and comedy podcast called Surely You're Joking, uh, created with Jimmy O. Yang. You know, Jimmy? Oh, uh, Jimmy. Featuring Nobel Prize winners, scientists, and comedians. Um, and we'll, we'll plug that again at the end of that podcast so you can listen to it. You never yeah. wanted to bring me on as an expert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ke- Ke- you have probably met Ke- Kevin. Says he's met you before too. That's the other thing. Uh, yeah, we met at the improv one time. Oh, well, there you go. Because yeah. Kevin maybe also- twice, maybe twice. Are you a stand-up, Kevin? He also does stand-up comedy. You're a doctor. Yeah, I does- do stand-up. Yeah, yeah. I'm very of, good at it. There's but. a lot of doctors <laughs> who do stand-up, man. Yeah, I know three. <laughs> <laughs> who are you talking about? Ken John. I know Ken John. There's a guy called Paul Sinner in Britain. Okay. Who's also one of the brainiacs on the Chase game show in mm-hmm. the UK. And uh, I know I know Kevin. All right. Well, uh, Kevin. And I'm not a medical doctor, so we'll just clear that up. That's so. right, because I always, I always call him Kevin. I've known Kevin for a while, and I always call him Kevin, so I'll just have to call you Dr. Kevin on this podcast. But Dr. Kevin, please tell us just a little bit more about uh, just about what we're going to be talking about today and, you know, what qualifies you for that or the history or anything related else to that. The moon landing, the Apollo program, stuff like that. 
All right, so we're going to be talking about the moon landing today. Uh, we're going to have some great questions that uh, you can try and answer, Jim. Yep. Um, my interest in the moon landing really came from my grandfather, who worked on the Apollo program, uh, and then he later worked on the Challenger space shuttle. And so, uh, but he died at a very young age. So I was sort of like uh, really obsessed with learning more about space and physics and stuff like that. So. All right. So I learned a lot about it. That's why I asked you if that's why you so got So your grandfather field. worked for Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah. You cut out there for a second. We didn't hear what you said. Sorry. But, um, yeah, you guys did too. Uh, it's our oh, fault, isn't it? Oh, well, okay. let's just say we were both funny. <laughs> Hilarious there. Get your translators out. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Um, for the next five to ten minutes, uh, Jim is going to give it a go, as we say. He's going to tell us everything he thinks he knows about the moon landing or the Apollo program. Um, anything to do with uh, missions to the moon. And okay, like there's, that. Been so, a, there's been a few missions to the moon. The first mission to the moon. Yeah, was what in, was the first The first one? was in the 1960s, and it was because John F. Kennedy says, we're not going to do this because it's easy. We do it because it's hard or but, some but shit 1960s, like that. 1960s, you know, the, the actual year or date? Or? Uh, it was early in the 60s. Um, God, I saw the movie The Dish, uh, so so I I would say it was nineteen. Were the Beatles around? I'm gonna say nineteen sixty three. Okay, the year is nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, what? Geez. That's a hint. Uh, the year is, the oh, year is 19, nice. Nineteen sixty nine. Nineteen sixty nine. Okay, nineteen. Well, why are you giving him answers? Sorry. <laughs> It's not that nice. Doesn't count. You didn't <laughs> know it. It's, it was wrong. it's, it's only yeah. nice if you do it in the right position. If yeah. you're on top, you can kill a woman. Yeah, Sixty nine sucks. Yeah. <laughs> when was the last time we went to the moon? Uh, we went a few times after that. I'm going to say we went uh, six times, and the last time was in the seventies, nineteen seventy four. Nineteen seventy four. Okay. And do you know what astronauts went to the moon first? Uh, Neil Armstrong. He was the first bloke on the moon. But the whole group of them. Yeah. 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 Buzz Aldrin was the second bloke. And the only, they were only the two that went on. And then there was uh, Joe Finkel, <laughs> who, was, who was still on the plane. Joe, he, Joe Finkel. It does suck that the third person doesn't I get know. it. Yeah, yeah. He, just sat on, he just sat on the thing going, I wonder if we'll get back. <laughs> and, it, and he was like, there's going to be one high school named after me in Idaho. <laughs> the rest of them all Finkel had like, High. Yeah, old fin Finkel High. <laughs> Okay. What's and their mascot? <laughs> do you do you know what the name of the rocket was that they were? Um, the eagle was the name of the the actual the eagle has landed was the actual name of the pod that went down onto the moon, and I've seen what it. What about the rocket that took them up there? Um, uh, the rocket would be Apollo One. Mm, let's hope no, not. no, no! It wasn't Apollo <laughs> One. It wasn't Apollo <laughs> One because Apollo One had a had a chimp or a dog in it. Um, okay. it, it was Apollo, Apollo, Apollo 2. No, Apollo 3. Jack, you can speak. You don't have to sign no, language to him. I don't know what to. I don't know what nah, I'm nah. Like. You're, you're yeah, also yeah, yeah. one of the people who doesn't know anything. All right. So, so okay. So, they 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 went up there. Now, the whole... Wait, wait. wait, wait. Uh, Jack just goes, 11. <laughs> Apollo 11. Apollo 11. Because it was 13 had the problems. Yeah. 13 had the problems. Tom Hanks. Yeah, 13 was Tom Hanks. Wait, that I, yeah, so I thought Bruce Willis was in Apollo 13. Was no, it? no. No. It was it was sorry. it was Tom Hanks. That's why you kept saying Bruce Willis. I'm yeah. like, that's an asteroid there on. No, not the moon. Sorry, I thought he Those was Apollo oil 13. Those are that were sent into space. It, it was Tom Hanks, Lieutenant Dan, and Ray Finkel. 
Kevin, Kevin like, they gave Ray Finken another bloody go. And okay. he went up there. It was Tom Hanks, Lieutenant Dan, and Ray Finken. Okay. Um, so what is the significance of Apollo 11? What's what I was going to ask? Apollo 11, legs 11. Uh, it was the first rocket to go up straight because the lines were parallel. Oh, you just had, you just said, yeah. <laughs> um, why did Americans send manned missions to the moon? Why did they Okay, well, the reason we did it because it was the, we call the space race. And what happened was the Russians had already sent people up into space and they were at that stage ahead of us right until we used the alien technology that we had in area 51 mm -hmm. to actually help us get the technology to go up there uh -huh. so the russians sent up i think they sent up a chimp and we set up a dog <laughs> right they sent up a chimp and we set up, up, up a dog and then we sent up uh john glenn and john glenn was the <laughs> what john glenn was the first bloke he went up he went up and just you know fluffed around a bit <laughs> And then, and then he really fluffed around. Yeah, he went up and he he went around the earth, had a look at uh, it. Orbited the earth. Orbited the earth. Okay, yeah, there yeah. you go. That's better than yeah. fluffing. He all John, John Glenn orbited the, orbited the earth, and then he came back down. And then years later, they sent him back up there just as a publicity stunt. But they said, "Oh, we want to test what old people will do in space." Who gives a fuck? <laughs> That was a waste of money. It was a waste of money. He still came back with probably Alzheimer's. Who fucking knows? But anyway, so John Glenn was the first bloke. And then they got the other guys. But why were we going to the moon? There was a space race is what you're saying. There right? was a space race. We wanted to go to the moon. We went not because it was difficult, easy, because it was hard or something. That for, sounds for, good. Yeah. First, first mission to the moon, how many people watched it on TV? Oh, I reckon the population of the world back then in 1969 was probably around three billion. So yeah, how I'm, many had TVs? Yeah, and I'm saying, but, but you, you multiple people in the room, and mm -hmm. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, 1.8 billion people watched that. Okay, because uh, they weren't watching it in Kenya or something, mate. Oh, maybe they were. Maybe a couple of tellies. Now the program, uh, I believe, was called the Apollo program. Is the whole program, right, Kev Dr. Kevin? Uh, okay, yeah. Dr. Kevin Hickerson, Peter. Now, Hickerson. now a lot. Uh, of, a what lot, what yeah. did the whole cost of the man moon landing program cost? The entire program. Well, I and, and you, I, I don't need. I want to know what it cost back then, and then we can convert. Oh, it later I, I can figure this out because I've always been told that they got to space with a computer that that was less powerful than your iPhone, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And an iPhone is like a thousand bucks. So seven hundred dollars. <laughs> so, so from from start to finish, all the moon landings. Yeah, that that makes sense, right? It's gotta be around that. Yeah, no, no, I, no, I'll 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 give a real answer. Um I would say in today's money, in today's money, I would say fifty billion. Okay. Um, all right, you, you wanted to say something. Go ahead and say something if you want to say okay, something. I'll so, ask you more questions. So this, this, is, this is the deal, right? Now, the, the, the reason there's conspiracy theories, and they had to go through the Van Allen belt. Now, the Van Allen belt has loads of radiation, and they still think that they can't go through it. Now, conspiracy theories still think they can't go through it now. So that's one of the problems that they have. They also think that Stanley Kubrick filmed the thing because he did uh, Odyssey 2000 or whatever the name was. Space like a, Odyssey. Space yeah. Odyssey, right? Yeah. There was also a brick, a, ro a rock, right, that had a C on it, that had a perfect C on it like it was a prop rock and it was turned onto its side. Now, I'll, I'll let you know something about me. I don't believe in conspiracy theories unless I watch them. And then <laughs> I believe them for about an hour and then someone shows me another video and I stop believing yep. in them. Okay, so I believe, <laughs> you jumped ahead I, to conspiracy I theories. I believe but... whatever the last thing is I watched. <laughs> So you've jumped ahead to conspiracy theorists. You believe? Do you believe there really was a moon? No, I, I'm I'm 95 percent sure we went to the moon. Now my problem with this is is thus: 
Why don't we keep going? Just go back again. We've got the high-def cameras and stuff. We don't keep going back. Now, also, I don't ever get... I know this is a silly thing. I, I, I think I, I believe I've seen the actual thing land. Who was filming that? Was there just a was there was there like a selfie camera? You saw stick? it land on the moon. I think I saw it come down. Did I? That might no, have been a dream. That might have been the Ryan Gosling. I'm movie. like I'm like those people. <laughs> I'm like those people that say they saw the first plane going to 9/11 on TV. You're like, yeah. who was watching that yeah. on TV? They were just the, filming it. Uh, first Man had like I thought was real. That was the highlight of the movie. Was the 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 cinematography of the actual landing. Oh, I'm pretty sure they had some shots of it landing, but. That's because it was a movie. That's right. So, so what happened was <laughs> the, 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 the eagle was on top of the rocket, then it shot out, then it orbited for a while, then it landed. Now, here's something, unless you've seen this movie or unless you're Australian, and, and this dish is actually um, on one of my cousin's sheep farms, like pretty much, right? In a town called Parks. The televised footage of the moon landing was, came from Australia because the, the, the Earth was in its axis, and they only had, they had to have a big dish in the southern hemisphere and a big dish in the northern hemisphere. Mm. And so the information at that stage had to come through Australia. It was only manned by three mm. blokes. And two days before the fucking thing landed, they lost it and they bullshitted to everyone that they still knew where it was. They lost the coordinates. So they had a blackout. Shit. So what they did was they just aimed their satellite at the moon until they locked on again like a couple of days before. <laughs> That's very Australian. But, and they're in, yeah. they're in a sheep paddock in a small town. That's how that's how history's made. Okay. Um, so a couple more questions here. Uh, how many pounds of lunar rocks are on Earth? Do you know that? Uh, they would have brought back. I've seen one at the Space Museum in um, in Washington. I've seen I've seen the eagle as well. Yeah. Um, I would say pounds. Ah, oh, fucking twenty five pounds. Twenty five pounds. Okay. Uh, and then. How many? So the fir, after the first mission, how many more Apollo missions landed astronauts on the moon? I think I, I said six. So six total. Yeah, six total. Six total okay, land, well, landed I, on the moon. I'm 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 sure about two because in Superman two, mm-hmm. they were on the moon and they were already there, and that was like in the eighties. So I don't know if that was accurate, but the, <laughs> I I don't I don't believe I don't believe there's ever been a woman on the moon. Um, I believe there's still a flag up there. I believe the moon has the sea of tranquility. What's that? Ah, oh, it's a fucking. What do you think it is? It's a. It's like it's like uh, it's a sea that you float around and you yeah. feel tranquil. It's like okay. a hot spring. No, it's, like it's like an ocean. No, it's not an ocean. I don't think. I don't think there's water up there. Okay. I don't think there's water. Okay. And and uh, uh, what else do you want to know? I know all this. I'll just ask you a couple more questions. How far away is the moon? Ah, oh, it's closer than the stars. <laughs> <laughs> How do you give directions to people to your house? <laughs> How, where's your house at? Closer than Vietnam. <laughs> uh, the moon. The moon is a, a stationary thing. Then we rotate and it it stays still and we spin around and that's why it comes. And so the moon is. Wait, the moon doesn't move. No. <laughs> I do. I do love how Forrest asks questions. Like when you're really, I'm just, about I'm just writing. Out I know, answers, but, yeah. but you ask questions as if I you're like, "Haha, idiot, you got that uh, wrong," and it, it does shake him every time. I, I, I don't believe the moon moves. No, moon and the moon, the moon looks different in the southern hemisphere. It's upside down. It looks more like a cat's face in Australia than it does over there. The craters are well, on the other way around. that makes sense because you're flipped upside down. Yeah, yeah, yeah but so. it's upside down. So that's then it, there's a different thing that it's upside down. Uh, okay, a couple more questions. What is the moon made of? Like what? It's well, there's 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 a myth about the cheese. 
That's not correct. Uh, I haven't said the distance yet. The distance <laughs> oh, is... Oh, yeah, sorry. sorry. The distance is, uh, I'm going to say, uh, 20,000 miles. That might be way up. Okay. It Tell could be that. like 200,000 miles. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, well, forget about the what it's made of. Just yeah, one, but they, just, were, no, just, they were traveling for days to get there, right? Just a couple. They, they, no, I'm going to say more. It's 120,000 miles. 120,000. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I added 100. Um, and it's and made of cheese. One, 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 no, it's made of lunar rocks. I'm not stupid. <laughs> lunar rocks. <laughs> it's, it's made, yeah, it's, but I mean, like, what is it composed it's, of? It's a, like, a grey dirt. It's a grey <laughs> dirt. And it's, and it's, and it's, and it's carbon. Good. Everything's carbon. made of carbon. Yeah. Right. Safe guess. Yeah, it's it's a carbon based thing. All right. No stucco. No, no, no. Don't be silly. Uh, and then one other thing: what would happen to the Earth if the Moon didn't exist? Um, uh, we would lose our gravitational pull. No, Jack. Jack shaking his head. Wait. Oh yeah, it's got something to do with the tides. Waves. There'd be waves. Waves. It'd be. It would be all tsunami. Be all tsunami all the time. <laughs> That's my fucking nightmare. It would be it'd be all tsunami all the time. Oh, and know. and uh it would be much darker at night. I feel like we need to get our merch going and have a t-shirt that says all tsunami all the time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I think that's it for now. We'll go over these questions and we'll add some Ten other stuff in there. Yeah, I think you pretty much crushed it. The tsunami has <laughs> really sealed it. Um, I, I, we have something to do with water and gravity. And uh, I'm sure the moon does things like if an asteroid's kind of come and hit it, the gravitational pull of the moon. Like, I know that we need Jupiter to survive. Can, right? can you please finish that, com- that, that no, thought you had? No, because <laughs> Jupiter's so fucking big, right? What happens is when there's like a meteorite, and it, like Jupiter's gravitational pull so big that it pulls things away from the Earth. It actually saves the Earth. We need that in our solar system so that we don't become extinct. You didn't know that, We also you? lose our nightlight if the moon goes away. Yes, Jack would lose his nightlight. <laughs> He'd be scared. So um, wait, and you said asteroids? The moon protects us from asteroids? No, Jupiter does. I changed my answer. Okay, <laughs> all right. And okay. also, okay, so the moon also, we only have one. Other planets have more. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And I, I don't believe there's a planet with no... I'm going to say Pluto has no moons because it's it been has, delisted. It has one. Oh, it has, it's okay. about the same size. They all have moons. Everyone has moons. You need to have a moon. <coughs> okay. It has five, actually. Pluto has, has five. Has Whoa! Five. Yeah, Jack, you Whoa. idiot. Yeah. Well, I was just I discovered by, by uh, <laughs> partially by uh, the, the lead singer, uh, the lead guitarist of Queen, actually. Brian, Brian, Brian oh, May. Right. Yeah, he's in a, I forgot about that. He, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah he's Brian a, May worked. Help discover the extra moons of Pluto. <laughs> wow. Okay, uh, so we're done with Jim explaining everything he knows about moon landing and the Apollo program. Thanks, Jim. Uh, this is what we're going to do now, Dr. Kevin Peter Hickerson. We are going to grade Jim on a scale of 1 through 10, uh, 0 being the worst, 10 being the best. You're going to grade him on accuracy. Kelly's going to grade him on confidence. I always, I'm grading him on et cetera from now on. Okay. Um, and we'll add those all up. And if you get a score between 21 and 30, you will be, we'll call you Buzz Aldrin. Right. I like Buzz. If you, he if you get people. a score from uh, between 11 and 20, Buzz Lightyear, not, uh, not terrible. Yeah, yeah. If zero through 10, Buzz Kill. Oh, those are good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. All right um, so, uh, Dr. Kevin Peter Hickson, please give us a grade zero through 10. Be fair and honest on Jim's accuracy of his knowledge of moon landings and the Apollo program. I did well, didn't I? I I'm going to give Jim a, a Buzz Lightyear. 
He actually he got a lot of the ones right. He got the distance. We're gonna right. add them. We're gonna add them all together to get that score. So you got to go zero through ten. Just oh, to, yeah, oh yeah. I got to do it. I yeah. can't just like I yeah, can't. Yeah. Like, no, uh, Kelly gives him a zero through ten on confidence. I do et cetera. You got to do zero through ten on accuracy. You so might be a doctor, through... but you're not in ah, charge of yeah, the yeah. whole school. Your mask skills <laughs> suck. <laughs> oh, <damn> it. <laughs> so so zero zero through ten. What do you give him on, on accuracy? Ten's on the best. accuracy, Ten's the I best. would give him a. Six. Yeah. Right. Not bad. Not bad. Kelly. It really helped that Australia had that dish. I saw you I saw you nodding your head and just going like that. I was like, wow, Jim. It's always an Jim's Australian. Jim's impressed a doctor. <laughs> it's, one, it's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. <laughs> but even if it weren't for the dish, you'd be like, we landed on the moon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like my favorite quote from Dumb and Dumber. We landed on the moon. Uh, all right, Kelly, zero through ten on confidence. I'm going to go seven on confidence. He, seven. He, he felt like he knew his shit. Oh, I felt oh wow. Like okay. I did. Yeah, man. Um, et cetera. Today, I'm giving Jim a six. All right. So that's not bad. So 12, 19, your Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. Day. We're not going to give you Buzz Aldrin. Buzz Aldrin's a national treasure. We yeah. couldn't we couldn't make you that high. But uh, Buzz Lightyear's not bad, and you're and you're on the high end of Buzz Lightyear, and he's he's a beloved. There was a scene well. in a movie that I really liked where it was another moon landing one where they landed on the moon, and just before they got off, uh, Neil Armstrong, I don't know if this is correct, Neil Armstrong like did a prayer and held like a little crucifix or something like that. And like Buzz Aldrin just rolls his eyes like, ah, fucking this guy. It's from a movie? <laughs> yeah, it's in one of the movies, like one of the ones where they all land. And he's like, God, thank you. Like all this science has gotten them there and he's still fucking thank God. Yeah. And then Buzz was like, fuck this guy. Yeah. I don't reckon Buzz and Neil played cards or hung out afterwards. I think I think, I think, think Buzz came back and I think Buzz smashed pussy, man. Oh, for sure. I, he I sounds like a firecracker in everything I've read about him. Everything, every time I see him punch someone, I think he just came back and walked you, out. Do you know anything about I think he Buzz Aldrin out. smashing pussy? <laughs> do, do I personally? Yeah. Um, uh, I don't have any specific stories, but I'm guessing that probably happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he, hey, let's yeah. go for a walk tonight. Hey, you see that? <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, okay, so um, we're going to first question. Um, Jim said that we're our first trip to the moon. Well, I guess Kelly gave it away. He said 1963 is wrong. Kelly told him it was 1969. Yeah, that was way off. Yeah. yeah. So the said, reason you know it's way off is because the speech, he says, before the decade is out. Uh, and so it was really important to get that's that actually helps you remember when the date was that it was July 20th, uh, 1969, because they really had to cram it in the last minute. And to did, make and, sure that he, they kept their promise. Uh, to and, and did John F. Kennedy really enjoy it when he saw it? No, because uh, he wasn't alive. <laughs> That's the other hint. I thought I'd get a big laugh on that. <laughs> you, all, you all left me balls out like, oh, no, I, Jim. I wasn't I had, thinking about it. I yeah. had to be sad first. <laughs> I forgot when he died. Yeah, he died like in 1963 or something. Yeah, Nixon did the first famous phone call to the moon. Oh, so did he? he? He congratulated the astronauts by calling up. Well, there you go. And so Jim said the last trip to the moon. We, he said we, we went six times, and the last trip was 1974. Is that correct? Or? Uh, no, it was, in, uh, it was December 1972. All right. Yeah, that's so pretty close. Three years that we did it. And how yeah. many times did we go? Did we go six? You said six. Six, six trips. Yeah. Wow. So you got that one right. Nice. Yeah. Wow. We were supposed to be, it was supposed to be seven landings. It was six, la it was six landings. There was, uh, there was nine total trips um, because Apollo eight uh, and Apollo nine both circled the moon. Mm -hmm. um, that was to practice before doing the landing. So they went to the moon. 
and they but they came back and they didn't get out and actually land so only six landings occurred on the moon and but the i did the same thing in tucson where they had to <laughs> give up i got i got to tucson and went let's not get out of the car <laughs> yeah, now here's one i know jim got wrong uh he said he said apollo one had a chimp in it and he also originally yeah. said Apollo 1 was the name of the rocket. So what happened with Apollo 1? No, Apollo 1 had a, yeah, had a so dog. The Russians used a chimp. Okay. What happened no, with Apollo actually, so you got the you got that backwards. So the Russians used a dog named Luna and uh, and humans used a chimp. And if we hadn't used yeah, a wait chimp. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> humans, you said, you and, said humans and used a chimp. humans used a chimp. In the United well, that's States. Because oh, <laughs> <laughs> Russians are bots. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> sorry. Oh. Those fucking androids in Russia. <laughs> Uh, they used a chip, and uh, actually, um, John yeah, Glenn was really mad because he blames the fact that they used a chimp instead of a human, uh, and why the Russians beat us uh, with a human to space. Right, and that was, was Yuri, that, Gagarin. He, Yuri Gagarin. I knew that yeah. one. Oh, that was a question I was going to ask you, actually. Yeah, I would have gotten that one. Okay, yeah. well, that was on my list, but I forgot to ask that. So, wow, you would have been probably so, got seven. So he wasn't. John Glenn was enraged that they used a chimp instead of him because he's like, ah, I'm just, you know, um, I, I can not push buttons if you want. Yeah, and then they <laughs> sent Eureka Garen up and then they went, but they still haven't sent a human. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Apollo 1, um, I mean, so what happened with Apollo 1 then? What was Apollo So actually my, so my grandfather was, uh, was friends with three of the astronauts, including, um, uh, Gus Grissom um, and Apollo one was actually just a test of the capsule on the launch pad. It wasn't meant to ever launch. And unfortunately there was an electrical fire and uh, all three astronauts died in Apollo one. Yeah. And so that almost yeah. uh, set the, the mission back. Almost, so, um, almost set it back. I feel like it did set yeah. it back a bit. They, you probably wish they used a chimp for that experiment after all, because yeah. it, didn't, it didn't go well. But the reason it caught on fire is because they had pure oxygen inside. And after that, they um, they they stopped that practice of using pure oxygen. Now they do a mix of oxygen and nitrogen because everything burns in oxygen. Yeah. Here's just an idea, just a little bit off, off thing. People don't like animal testing when they put makeup and stuff on chimps and all that. But if we're already putting it in a spaceship, why don't we test the fuck out of it? Like, like test it for makeup. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. Like, like get use out of the chimp. <laughs> Multi-use the chimp. Like, I want it looking like a two-bit five chimps, one with stone, fucking, with, with yeah. blue eyeliner on, just sitting up there with lipstick going up. Into the... First woman. On so the after moon. SpaceX just. Uh... <laughs> SpaceX just launched uh, uh, Americans from American soil again, and they waited until after the astronauts successfully made it to the International Space Station to let people know that they've actually been testing rats on board their ships, uh, their launches this whole time, and they <laughs> somehow nobody knew about that. Until. What do you mean test, <laughs> testing rats? Like sending them well, up, they had rats inside the capsules because they were sending cargo to the space station, but they, it wasn't human rated yet. But it turns out they had been testing rats inside to make sure the thing didn't like kill them on the way up. Put some lipstick but on they, the rats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give, give him a give him a new antidepressant. Put some <laughs> lipstick on him and send them up there. Um, okay, so Jim said the first group of astronauts to land on the moon was Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and Joe Finkel. Joe, Joe Finkel. Who's, who, who's, who is the third? It, it was actually Michael Collins. Uh, and, uh, still don't know who he is. Yeah, he was the guy yeah. who liberated the guy, Ireland. You know, 
Yeah, the sad thing about the moon landings is that um, somebody always had to stay aboard the command module, which was in orbit. So they got to, it was a really important part of the job, but they didn't get to actually walk on the moon. They That's just got some to serious now, FOMO now right who, there. You're just like who, sitting there looking so at the pissed. moon. <laughs> who decides that? Do they decide between them or is there a government body who decides that? Like who decided that Neil would no, be was, first and Buzz would be second and Finkel would do the plane? Like who decided that? It was that? very competitive and there were, um, there were was a lot of uh like in you know jealousy and everything else and you know it's, it's, I, I read it's like that... comedy nobody knows how it's decided because buzz, of... buzz aldrin <laughs> buzz aldrin could have done something cool like when he landed i don't know what he said because like this is one small step for man one giant leap for mankind that's what neil armstrong said i should have put that in would have got half a point yeah. right and so 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 he comes down he says that and then uh like buzz should have gone I'm the first real man. <laughs> like said something like that. Armstrong, so, you pussy. I'll just, just go uh, down and go, well, you're Armstrong, I fucked your wife. <laughs> Buzz had a habit of being that kind of guy. That's part of why he's likable. But it also, a lot of people think that's what cost him the chance to be the first person is that he was too much of a, a showboater and they were worried he would, you know, like he'd do a hang five or something, you know, so they actually deliberately didn't let him uh, land first on the moon because they got, sus um, they got suspicious when he kept on asking how he could get his dick out of this. Suit. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was the first man. To, he was the first man to pee on the moon. So you're not. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That's a fact that we like, were going to, I wanted yeah. to whip it out just in an emergency. Yeah. Is there a zipper or something? I did read about it a little bit and they were saying that Neil Armstrong was known for being this really humble person and buzz really, really wanted to be the first person, but he also was the one who had, had to like tinker with all the buttons and shit like that and that seat wasn't closest to the door so it would have been like more of a I like that you said you're, you're right on board with fluffing now tinkering yeah. you had to tinker with yeah. the buttons yeah. <laughs> you, you give the rocket a little hand job where is this the moon roof tinkering around you can turn the mirrors with this so, little uh, button uh, <laughs> landing what's that Neil Armstrong did the actual landing he um he had to override the computer in the last minute because it was uh, such a small computer. It uh, it ran out of memory. It was giving some a bunch of uh, alarms. It was an Android. And rather than uh, <laughs> like uh, cancel the mission, he had to fly by hand and he had to um, use up extra fuel just to keep them to from crashing into a crater. Yeah. So he kind of earned it at that last yeah, minute. Yeah. He was a really good pilot. So by the way, just speaking of Buzz Aldrin, his his bio on Twitter is you can't have a better bio than this. I don't think. His, his bio is Gemini 12 and Apollo 11 astronaut and moonwalker, West Point, United States Air Force Colonel, Korean War vet, MIT founder, Human Spaceflight Institute founder. <laughs> it's like mic drop. <laughs> Won the world championship in poker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, All right, pretty... fuck, Mary kill. Buzz Aldrin, Neil Armstrong, oh. Michael Collins. Okay, this is easy. This is easy. <laughs> this is easy. You fuck, you fuck Buzz Aldrin because he'd do it right. Yeah. He'd do it right. Yeah. He'd do it right. He'd know some tricks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, you kill Neil Armstrong. Boring, boring. You know I was not expecting that. No, no, that. you kill. And you, you, you marry Finkel because <laughs> you could, you could walk all over Finkel for the rest of your That's life. That's a good point. That's a good point. Oh yeah, you could talk down him. Oh, oh yeah, like when he'd be getting upset. Finkel, like, stay in the car. Who didn't make it on the moon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Finkel, drop me off at this. At this park and just drive around and around and around. Why <laughs> <laughs> I play? Uh, All right. Poor Michael Collins. I, I wonder if he does have any schools. Is, is he still alive, Michael Collins? 
Is Buzz still the last man standing? Buzz, yeah, Buzz think, is alive. I think Michael Collins is dead. I gave Buzz a, is alive, yeah. I, I think I told you I gave Buzz Aldrin a seat on a plane one time, right? I have a book signed by him. It's pretty cool. Yeah, you, you met him on a plane. <clears throat> I got I got bumped up to first class, and I'm sitting in the seat, and there's, this, there's a seat next to me and a seat across the aisle, both empty, and there's a woman talking to the guy sitting next to the seat across the aisle. I have my headphones on. He says whatever. She turns to me, taps me on the shoulder, and says, hey, would you mind switching seats? Because my boss is sitting over there, and I don't want to talk across the aisle the whole time. I was like, sure, I don't care. You know, it's like, I got bumped up. It doesn't matter if you're next to a window or not. So I go over there, I sit down, and she goes, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but and this is what happened. I go, where's your boss? And she goes, he's in the cockpit. And I was like, who the hell's your boss that's in the cockpit of the airplane? And she goes, it's Buzz Aldrin. And I was like, what? And I was like, it's Buzz Aldrin. And she goes, yeah. She goes, yeah, I'll get him to sign a book for you and whatever. And I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. And then I also thought, like, if you are Buzz Aldrin, you get to just walk into any cockpit at any time that you want and no one's going to say shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, and uh, he came up there and he signed a book. It says, thanks for the move, Buzz Aldrin's Mission to Mars book, uh, which is really cool. But it's like, I, just meeting him in person, he is like, I don't know how old he's in his 80s now or something. Like, he, he'll kick your ass still. Like he's that that video where he punches that guy. Like you do not want to mess with him. Like he is a tough. Yeah, he's ninety. He's a tough person. Yeah. Michael Collins is still alive. What what food did he order? I don't. I didn't notice actually. Yeah, I would have been. Sta- I wow. would. Have, I would have just been going infinity and beyond. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to bother him too much, but I did. I did. There was hey, a world hey, where I thought hey, we'd I be just, friends after I just that. Wanted, like, Kelly just told us that Michael Collins was still alive, and we didn't even acknowledge yeah. him at the moment. <laughs> Like, <laughs> just, 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 just a second ago, we went. He's probably dead, <laughs> right? This is how little press this guy gets. He, he's still alive. We didn't give a shit. I only wanted to fact check it because we get comments of people being like, "That's so not true." And it's like, oh, you're not supposed to learn anything from this podcast. Leave us yeah. alone. Ah, oh, you learn a little bit. <laughs> okay, so Jim said uh, we took manned missions to the moon um, as part of the space race. He did say we used Area 51 technology. Not sure about that. Well, uh, that you can't prove that. You can't prove that. <laughs> um, he said I can't we, confirm or deny that one, so uh, I gave that one a pass. What happens wow. was if you watch Ancient Aliens, originally the aliens helped out the Nazis and they. Made Made a whole lot of things and then we stole now here's one for you i would have gotten a point for we don't get to the moon without a nazi our number one don't say it so excited oh yeah. i'm not excited uh, but yeah. i learned i learned this i learned this i learned this i watched a documentary there was the the number one professor at uh nasa was a nazi who we took after the war and said oh you won't go and troll we need you mm-hmm. is that close yes that's absolutely true um uh, yeah, it was a uh, we we used the V one the V two technology from the Nazis, um, developed by um, von Braun. All right. Oh wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah you <laughs> got. Oh, you you they'll they'll fact check you, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wiener von Braun. Sorry. And uh, my grandfather actually worked with him, and he fought also fought in World War Two. But before so he, he worked at NASA. Really- <laughs> yeah, he didn't really appreciate working with an ex-Nazi, and uh, and your grandfather didn't. No, he didn't. Uh, my grandfather, yeah. Oh, so really it was like a thing. Like they, all, they he all really looked didn't at know him. how. Yeah. He absolutely had uh, a lot. Uh, you know, he even during World War II, he was really thinking ahead and very much wanted to use space travel for for good, I guess. But he was not allowed to do that under the Nazi party. A fun fact about this is that uh, NASA set up a, a pro- this. This uh, project to develop the moon using Nazi rocket scientists was called uh, Project uh, Paperclip or Operation Paperclip. And it was originally set up in Alabama. And um, 
Von Braun eventually left Alabama because he said he he found uh, the racial tensions. He, he decided that he thought Alabama was too racist for him. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> he yeah, the Nazis yeah. he <laughs> really liked the U.S., but he's like, Alabama, you're just taking it too far. Yeah. When, when, when you have a Nazi call you out yeah. for racism, Alabama, <laughs> check yourself. Yeah, be that, that was what they did in their 1960s uh, Chamber of Commerce ad. They're like, too racist for Nazis. Come on, <laughs> come on in. White now, now was, was he? He was a he was going to be a major war criminal. Like he was going to be trialed and everything, wasn't he? He wasn't just one of the Nazis they were going to let go. And and without his actual prowess or information, that's how he bought his way in. Yeah, he uh, they they all the rocket scientists went through a lot of effort to um, make sure that they were captured by the Americans and not the Soviets for that reason. And they knew that whoever captured them was going to want their technology. And so they they actually abandoned their post a few days before they were eventually captured. And they went off and, and hid, waiting for the Americans to rescue them, basically, from, from the Russians. Well, well, this, this and then a, they came up and went, I am rocket to bed. <laughs> well, this would be a good, uh, actually, a, a good counterpoint to this. I never saw the movie with uh, the, uh, the black women that they said were helped help respond to. Was that right. for the moon landing? They or, did all the, the they did Hidden all figures. Hidden figures, figures, yeah. They did all the mathematics so that, Tom that, That's true as well, that movie? Was that movie accurate? It's like, it was Kevin Costner in that movie, yeah. So I haven't fact-checked that movie, but there were definitely a lot of African-Americans that helped with the process. There's wow. Over 400,000 people and a lot of, uh, a lot of black scientists yeah. Um, and other work, workers of all kinds worked on the project. And of course, have, have, we, have, yeah, have so. we had a black person on the moon? I, I doubt it. If it we have not so. had a black person on the moon. We haven't had a woman on the moon. You're right about that. Well, so I'm happy about one of those things. <laughs> you were happy that you got you got that right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so the the next pro, uh, landing on the moon, uh, Artemis, which is scheduled for uh, 2024, is supposed to uh, or Artemis one. Um, we're supposed to have the first woman land on the moon. Um, here, here, we, here we go. Here's a fun one for you. Here's a fun one that I know. Now, you don't know this about me because I, I, I don't sport speak about it often, but my parents were massive John Denver fans. And I've seen John Denver in concert about six or seven times, right? Mm -hmm. He also died in a plane. Mm -hmm. He was on the original list of five people to be on the Challenger flight that exploded and he was replaced by the, when they were going to send a civilian for the first time into space. And they chose an educator instead. But they were going to send John Denver. Mm -hmm. And then John Denver wrote a song the next day called She Was Flying For Me. There you go. A little wow. bit of John Denver. Oh, it's a song about how he was supposed to die. Yeah, and... yeah. Wow. And he wrote it that day. Deep. And it was on the news that night called She Was Flying For Me. I'm telling you. Wow. So John Denver was meant to be on the plane that exploded. <laughs> Imagine what we would have lost. Those last two albums. <laughs> Um, Jim said that, uh, asked how many people watched the moon landing on TV, said 1.8 billion. I know that that's wrong. I have the yeah. figure here. Um, it was, it's as estimated to be a little bit over half a billion. So you, you ballpark, right? It was yeah. a lot of people. Still pretty good considering um, television wasn't a big thing. Anybody then. watching in yeah. Kenya though. Yeah. And how long? Uh, they were. Yes. They nice. were, were everyone watching yeah. every country of the world. Now, obviously, yeah, they're, not everybody had a lot of televisions, but um, my parents were actually in India, rural India at the time in the Peace Corps, and they watched it on TV there oh. um, where everybody got together and watched it. Oh, like, man, on one I, I, I got to say something. Your family's awesome. I know, right? <laughs> your dad's working on spaceships. Your parents are in the Peace Corps. My parents were just holding out for the pension. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
The total cost of the man moon landing program, Jim originally said $700, realized that was wrong, and said $50 billion by today's standards. Um, I have $153 billion by today's standards. Right. It's closer yeah. to what it is. Still a ton 25 of money. $25 billion at the time, I think. Twenty yeah. yeah so $25 it's billion at the time. Yeah. It's an expensive iPhone. There it is, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And then yeah, I, I mean, part of that was that it employed 400,000 Americans. So, you know, it costs a lot of money to employ that many people. Right. And a lot of that technology, in fact, I would say overwhelmingly the majority of that technology we're still using today. So I think it actually, uh, it's been estimated that as an investment, if you looked at it like an investor putting money into a company, it paid off by several trillion. So the uh, payback to the U.S. is actually pretty big as, as in terms of a technological investment. Some of the things that we got out of it were like uh, hydrogen fuel cells. We got LED-like displays out of it. We got computer technology out of it, radio technology. Um, mm. We... We got the ability to uplink signals to different countries, including Australia. So that was one of the major um, accomplishments. So today we're still using a lot of this stuff, and we don't. A lot of times we don't even realize it came out of that um, that program. Plus, it had to be expensive to pay four hundred thousand people to keep the secret that we didn't actually go to the moon. Oh, right. yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here's something that's just dawned on me that I don't know. Did Russia ever go, or did they just call it a day? Uh, Russia actually first landed on the moon. They just didn't land people. They landed a robot, uh, several robots called uh, the Lunas on, uh, or uh, sorry, the um, yeah, the uh, Luna 9 through 24 all landed on the moon. And those were small robot-like rover thingies. Well, they and, are robots. Um, yeah. They, yeah, they were <laughs> robots. And they landed as early as 1958. So that was one of the reasons why we were really eager to, the U.S. was really eager to actually send a human because they knew that, you know, just like we all forgot Michael Collins, everybody forgets the robots, too. What does a is, Russian robot is, sound is, like? Is, Hello, is, this is... Let me come over here. I am Are robot you? in space. I do not require vodka. Um, <laughs> I, and now and now China has landed on the moon also in, 19, in 2013. Ah. And India attempted to land last year, and unfortunately they lost their lander right before it, it Their balloon popped. <laughs> but wait, they, wait they, they were they were trying to land on the moon with people india with with no with no with just unmanned robot got it and they lost contact with the rover with the with the old um the flag that's up there is it still standing has it fallen over and can we see it uh it's still standing you can we can see a little bit of um evidence that it's there but what we don't know is that a lot of people think that it's been photo bleached, meaning that um, because it's in the ultraviolet radiation of the, the, the sun and there's no ozone layer, there's no atmosphere. A lot of people think if you, if you put out a you know a piece of plastic out in the sun, eventually it gets uh, photo bleached. So we think it's actually just probably looks like a like a white flag or a very a very uh, um, you know pale American flag. So I guess so those colors those colors do render. run. <laughs> <laughs> so that got that we we briefly touched on it right now again so let's just talk about conspiracy theorists first. all right i'll tell you what went on. so jim said that he 95 percent is sure we went to the moon uh he mentioned stanley kubrick he mentioned some sort of brick with a c on it that's, yeah. that's all bricks a lot of brick stuff there was there was a, ro a rock a rock with a c a rock with a, c. with a perfect c in it what does it, that mean though it looks like it could have been a prop, like they're all the, in the C section to put them over in that side of the stage, and someone put it up on the wrong side. Okay. All right. So and I've, I've I, so why? Uh, I mean, I, I think it's been proven that, like in 2011 or something, they said they proved that we went to the moon for these idiots that they had to waste money doing that yeah. to prove it. 
But why was all these conspiracy theories? Why? What's the Stanley Kubrick one? Stanley Kubrick filmed it. But why? Well, because 2011 came out. uh, Sorry, 2001 came out the same the year before the landing, Uh and he did an amazing job of of uh, uh, producing it. Yeah, Stanley Kubrick. So they just said, "Oh, he did it." Yeah, he. But he was also a perfectionist, so he did film it. It It's just it was uh, it was live and on set and Mm. on location. So. Yeah, he filmed it. It was, and also there's there's two mountains that look exactly the same, and they were driving around in their buggy, right? That little car, that little car. Uh-huh. They're driving around in their car. I don't know which landing that was, but they're driving around in the car, and they said that they traveled like twenty miles or something, and then the scenery was exactly the same, and they said they were in two different positions. Yeah, but mountains takes a, even if you drive here, the mountains don't. No, it was meant to be from different. There was something squiff uh-huh. about that. No good. <laughs> no good. Wait, so you don't believe we went to the moon? It depends what documentary I watch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's pretty clear about that. There, there's there's some things there's some things in those documentaries that make you go, oh, that yeah. A bit, yeah, oh. Well, that's why they make them. Yep. They wouldn't make a documentary. They were like, ah, oh, this is all bullshit. It's a like weak they, argument. And there's some some reflection in a helmet, and there's another there's a photograph back to the thing and there's no reflection or something there's a photograph of the earth or something that's too perfect it shouldn't be do we need to get buzz aldrin to punch you in the face i look i i think we landed but there's a little bit of me that i enjoy a good conspiracy image where it's like the image has like plus marks on it but the plus one of the pluses goes behind the flag a little yeah 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 one of the plus why does the plus mark go behind the flag why did the flag wave in the wind there's no wind up there have you considered we weren't using 4k cameras back then when we went to the moon too like they were shit I imagine the cameras yeah. that they had on the moon were the, the shittiest the, cameras the that you can. Actually, has a scientific explanation. Um, when light passes, when bright light passes over a dark line, it diffracts around that dark line, and so it actually blurs out the dark line. So if you take a picture of a, a photograph of a, a very bright object with a very hairline black line on it, you'll you'll actually not be able to see the black line in front of it. But also, wasn't there something to do with the shadows being in different directions? Like it was in a studio, there was too many lights. Yeah, there's been people who've like reconstructed in 3D, and all the shadows seem to make be consistent with the. I actually saw that proven to be incorrect on MythBusters, so I, I have to believe it. I feel bad for the scientists yeah, that I, have I think to the do this. Is, yeah, the shadow one is the most confusing to me because, like, why? Uh, if you think Stanley Kubrick did it, why would he mess up the lighting? Right. Like, <laughs> it's got to be it's, it's got to be infuriating to have been to the moon and then have people who have never been there talk about how a picture would be taken up there. It's like you have no idea. That's why I Buzz Aldrin punched that yeah. guy. That's one of it's my favorite like, videos oh, ever. Yeah, but I've, oh, yeah. I've never been to Spain, but I tell people I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, continuing on. I have, though. I have. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know that. We already did that one. The Stella Flag, yes. That Sea of Tranquility, you said is not a sea, correct? It's not a sea. It's just a dusty, sort of rivery type shape. It's a, it's a canyon. It's a canyon. Maybe yeah. it's that sea rock you were talking about. So it's, it's actually a lava <laughs> field. Uh, it's an ancient lava field from billions of years ago. Um, it's it was formed when a very very large uh, piece of the solar system collided with the moon, and it melt it basically melted large chunks of the lunar surface, and it formed a liquid. So that's why it has a sea like look because it's relatively flat compared to the other parts of the moon, which are have more mountains and and more. Uh, seismic activity from when the moon was younger is there so any these dark areas are called seas is there and any... when you see it like you mentioned in seeing it in australia seeing it upside down really what we all we see is the seas and the and then the mountains those are the only two things we can pick out with our eyes so in australia the seas look different because they're on the you know we're standing 
uh, upside down and so you see a different view of what it looks what more the, like a face in australia like the man in the moon we have the face shaped one you're the upside down face yeah it does it looks like <laughs> it looks like a face in australia is there anything uh, we can mine on the moon is there any mineral or something that if we took like, if we went like armageddon where they take up uh -huh. bruce willis in, with a drill ben affleck right and ben affleck yeah. Is there any resource that we could take out of the moon or would that be a, a terrible yeah, no, idea? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely there is. So uh, I, I think if I'll just jump ahead to what the moon is made of, that's okay. Um, so the moon is yeah. made of basalt and basalt is, is ancient lava. And it's the same thing that the Earth's crust is made of. And this is actually one of the things that conspiracy theorists use to say that the moon rocks are fake is because the Earth and the moon actually used to be one object and the moon was, was not Mind free. Blind. And so some people get upset when they see the moon rocks because they really do resemble the Earth's crust quite a bit. So, um, but that's because they they were made it they were separated billions of years ago. So when you say it was not free, was it an attachment on the side? Like, did the Earth look like a snowman, or was it like in the ocean as its own country, and then it just exploded out? No, the leading theory is that a, a small planet about the size of Mars or smaller, called uh, Theia. Um, it impacted the earth very early on in the solar system and it the resulting impact ejected huge amounts of of magma and crust and everything and it, it eventually formed two separate objects the all the all the little debris of one side collected on the moon and stayed in orbit and the rest fell back down to earth and can you speak on the van allen van allen belt was i sort of right on that speak on it yeah, so certainly there is a lot of radiation in space, and the astronauts were exposed to a lot of radiation, but it's not a, it wasn't enough to kill them. So but it's just what's given Buzz Aldrin his superhuman strength. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's absolutely true that there is a cancer risk from going into space, and that you you do your cells do get exposed to radiation, but it's not it's not so bad. And we'll we'll see that again when people go back to the moon. I mean, they'll live on the moon, and there really won't be much of a problem. Yeah, because my my ex is that why they'll is dating, they'll, my ex they'll is live on the moon. Live? Did you say live? The new plan is to stay on the moon and live on it the way that astronauts live on the space station right now. Right. That's the that's Tor the Artemis mission. Taurus has an excellent story though. Right? Oh that's no, it. I was just gonna say my ex is dating a, a, a current astronaut, and and she had mentioned when I or still friends, and she had mentioned that that is one of the concerns <laughs> of him continuing to go to space is I guess your bones can get weaker over time and different. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, yeah. She broke up with Forrest because she didn't know. want a long distance relationship. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. She didn't want a long distance relationship, and then she starts dating a guy in space. Yeah, I mean to be fair, it's deeper than that. <laughs> yeah. But yes, that is. <laughs> but to be fair, it's deeper than that. Yes, but also, it, it, I, you know, I have to admit, it's an upgrade. You're dating an astronaut yeah. versus me. I mean, come oh on. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Joe Acosta. So Joe Acosta. He's to, a, yeah, he's he's he's. You asked if there's anything yeah. to mine on the moon. So um, mostly, the basalt is is not very useful, except to the astronauts who go there because they can mine it. And then turn that into things that they can use, like oxygen and possibly even water and um, and materials to be used in a 3D printer to build like a, a chair or a building or something like that. So that stuff's useful. But there, there's another thing on the moon, which we think will be useful eventually. And this is important to me as a nuclear physicist. There's uh, something called helium-3 on the moon. This was even a plot of uh, in Space Force, I think, with my uh, co-host. Uh, Jimmy O. Yang, if you enjoyed this show, Space Force. So um, one of the things you can use helium-3 for is uh, you can use it in medicine. It's really useful in, in, in uh, medicine here on Earth, but it's extremely rare on Earth. There's almost none of it. And, uh, and so if we go to the moon, we actually potentially mine that 
um, and then bring it back. And it's it's right on the surface on the moon. There's tons of it. And Great it's for just balloons, a weird right? feature of yeah. the fact that the Earth has almost none of it and the moon has tons of it. So, so that's pretty valuable. And then there's some other crystals you can make on the moon that you can't make here on Earth because you can't make a vacuum good enough. You've got a little muffled. Something's you got covered. muffled for a second. Oh no! Okay. You're back again. You're, you're back. back. You're back. You're so helium three. Right. There's another use for it. what was it? Or another something? Well, so there's another use for helium three, which is that we could uh, potentially use it in fusion reactors. So this might actually be the power of the future once we can figure out how to make that yeah. useful. So I, you it's know, a hundred years from now, we might be mining helium three on the moon and powering everything around the solar system on Earth with helium three. Hmm. Do you believe in UFOs? And do you believe they're visitors? Uh, I believe in aliens. Um, I, I haven't seen any evidence that we met any. I would, I'd like to. Has, <laughs> has, any, has any astronaut said we saw something? Not that I know of. No, mm. I've heard pilots say that. But yeah, what about but, that, that um, footage that came out? They released it right at the beginning of the coronavirus. And they were like, yeah, here's some UFO. I mean, they were UFOs. Like, they didn't know what they were. But Yeah, they were definitely UFOs. Yeah, but I, th uh, I think those were um, hypersonic uh, missiles being tested. I've, yeah. I've so. seen a UFO. I have. Where did you see a UFO? I saw a UFO, strangely enough, pretty much all over Vegas, the Grand Canyon area, flying in a plane. I saw one out of the side of the plane, and it was a it was a ball, like E.T.'s one, mm -hmm. right? And I saw it with a whole lot of other people. Mm. There was, there, there you was sure it wasn't Chris Angel? Well, I don't believe that I saw a alien spacecraft. I think I saw an unidentified flying object. I think I saw something that, that they were testing in that area. They, they do test planes out there. Sure. Yeah, Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, the video that... No, 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 no. Oh, sure. yeah. yeah, I was agreeing with you. Yeah. <laughs> the video that you saw the the UFOs flying um, in, in that, that came out right recently... That video was actually taken in an area that is marked on aeronautical maps for pilots that is specifically designated as a testing area for mm -hmm. the government. So to believe that it was an alien spaceship, you'd have to think that aliens decided that of all the places to go visit on Earth, they're just going to go to where they're also testing really advanced spacecraft. And I, I, I find it amazing. kind of weird. I, I find mean, it maybe. amazing that aliens <laughs> always seem to visit America. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they, they always go, we'll go to America to do it. Like, Number one, baby. Yeah. Number I would, one. I would like to see the stats on that. I would like to see if there are stats that you have more UFO sightings here in America than you do in, say, Africa or Australia or, or Europe or wherever. I just love the idea that aliens would come here and abduct, like, the most fucking annoying people in the country as opposed yeah. to, like interesting people or celebrities like yeah it's always some redneck somewhere yep i'm i'm, yeah, a, I'm, up, for, I'm up for being abducted uh, well you gotta get that word right <laughs> first I've, I've abducted. <laughs> just just uh, the alien probe really. yeah. uh okay what last thing as far as what we talked about with jim i asked him what would happen if there was no moon he said we would lose gravitational pull and tsunamis all the time all tsunamis all, all tsunamis the all the time <laughs> Dark at night. <laughs> Dark at yeah. night. So I think that one he got uh, backwards. Um, so the the moon and the sun create the tides. Um, in fact, just recently uh, this weekend we had a uh, we had a solar eclipse followed by a lunar eclipse, and uh, also a storm, and that caused the sea to actually overwash the beaches in in uh, in Orange County. Oh yeah, and that's caused by so whenever the sun and the moon are on the same side of the earth or the opposite side of the earth, you get the strongest tides. Now if there was no moon though, we'd have weaker tides. We would just have tides 
that followed the sun and they would be every day, basically just, there would be a daily thing where the tide comes in at noon and then it goes down and then it comes back at midnight and it uh, would be okay. very regular. So it'd just be one tide, one, one high irregular. tide. Got it. Yeah. Cause there's two high tides so the tide and two low tides. Okay. That brings us to the moon doesn't move. Oh yeah. The moon yeah. doesn't move. We forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. The moon doesn't move. That's what Jim said. Yeah. Is that my, yeah, I give that a, a, that's, that's half right. Okay. So the moon hmm. doesn't rotate with respect to the earth but it does rotate about its axis it just does it at the same time that it orbits the earth which is one month so um so the moon is always facing the earth which is why we don't see it spin around the way the earth does so the earth spins around once a day but the moon is always facing and that's caused by something called tidal locking so the moon we also exert tides on the moon but the difference is uh the moon when it was made out of lava when, back when it was still molten inside uh, we exerted much stronger tides. So the strong, the tides were so strong that they caused the moon to basically slow down completely and uh, face us all the time. And so this happens sometimes with other planets too, uh, with, with their moons where they're tidally locked to the planet that they're orbiting. So if the moon was made of lava before, like could have there been life on the moon bef many millions of years ago, like some lava bugs? Dinosaurs? Lava bugs. Uh, lava it's, bugs. It's yeah. not impossible. The moon was Pixar. known to have an atmosphere very briefly <laughs> for a few times in its history. Uh, it's really small though. So the sun blows off the atmosphere. It doesn't really have a strong enough gravity to keep an atmosphere for a long time, but it, we, we, there's a lot of evidence that it did have an atmosphere very briefly for a few million years and possibly uh, at a few other times in its history. Um, right now, the atmosphere is so thin though, that when the astronauts took off from the moon, the, the gas from their the the rockets actually doubled the density of the atmosphere of the moon for very briefly. So and then we, that eventually blew up. We can fuck the moon up like we fucked the Earth up. We can go up there with a lot of spaceships and we can fuck up the atmosphere of the moon. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. good. Okay. Yeah. So here's. I was worried we'd run out of things to fuck up. <laughs> no, no. That's what we're planning. There's a whole now. universe of that out there. <laughs> so here, um, I put this in the document that I sent to you. Um, but th these are some I call them fun facts. Facts that uh, I would say Kelly found most of these. I just copied and pasted them. But um, yeah, she said. I, well, I'll mention the. I want to. Uh, I want to see if are all these true? Like these are like some of these that like. Uh, this one, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin had to remember not to close the door on the Eagle Lunar Lander because it had no outside door handle. That one freaked me. I still have sure anxiety that's about that. Yeah. That's what, what, uh, why wouldn't you put that in? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, just on the moon, like go. Like, like with a hundred, hundred and fifty <laughs> billion. Did you close the door? <laughs> yeah, they got to hundred and fifty billion dollars worth of spending, and they they rang the government and said, "We need another five bucks." <laughs> and, they, and they go, "No, nah, you've maxed out." But yeah, Forrest, right. Forrest well, so and I were That's a good question. It. So it wasn't uh, it wasn't the cost; it was the weight. So the yeah. more weight you put on this thing, the less likely you are to to get off the moon. So yeah. everything had to be stripped down to its bare essentials. So another thing they didn't have on the first moon landing was a place to sleep, and it was extremely uncomfortable. If you listen to Buzz Aldrin talk about it, they basically had to sort of like coordinate themselves in these like little hanging hammocks that they're they're right next to each other. And it was incredibly loud and uncomfortable. And they, they improved that a little bit on the other ones, but you know, there really weren't a lot of creature comforts in there. And and they were so well trained that just remembering to do something like not close the door was something that was just drilled into their their heads. You know, did, was there sure ever they did it over and over where they made that mistake on the ground. Um, where they practiced every single thing they did. They had a setup where there was dust and they would walk around and collect moon rocks and practice the landing. 
And so the odds that they were going to forget that just wasn't wasn't going to. Here's you know, something I'm, fasc- I'm fascinated by. I'm fascinated by this with planes as well. Did the Eagle have a key? <laughs> was, was, there, was there a key you had to put in the ignition? Did anyone ever go, oh, fuck, we have to schedule a landing? Fucking Buzz left yeah, the keys. Well, yeah, was there a key? <laughs> no, there wasn't a key. <laughs> um, I, I, that's a feature I'd add. Have a key so people can't nick it. Here was another thing from that. That, that would have been a great Russian twist, though, if the Russians had just got, like, jumped in and like hijacked the, the rocket and landed first using our rocket. Um, here's another one. It said uh, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin almost died on the moon due to a faulty switch due to which they were unable to blast off into lunar orbit. Buzz Aldrin fixed the issue by jamming a pen into the broken switch. <laughs> That's like... Uh, Is I that mean, true? And what and what type uh, of pen was it? Was it a Bic? Uh, Buzz MacGyver Aldrin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. And also Apollo 11 was struck by lightning while it was taking off oh in midair. It passed through a thunderstorm. It got struck by lightning and it took out the flight computer. And it almost that almost killed the astronauts at Apollo 12. But they very, very quickly... Crazy. Uh, one guy in the only one person in the entire uh, control room remembered that there was a switch that allowed you to switch over to the auxiliary computer and the astronauts didn't even know what that switch was for but he still told them to do it they switched it and they saved the mission it sounds like you're describing every flight i've had on spirit airlines (laughs) i i I have a question so so how long was finkel up in the other spaceship by himself for (laughs) what's that michael collins if how long was finkel up in the other spaceship? michael collins yeah yeah, how, how long was he there? Yeah. Like orbiting. I orbiting. Think. Yeah. Oh, for Apollo 11 one day. They they made longer missions later when they went back. Wait, so they were, they were on the surface for one day? Uh, Yeah. Is it documented oh, if, if Finkel had a wank? Like, he must have. <laughs> if you're just alone in the spaceship, just orbiting around, and they're walking around, you go, oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> well, I think they would have heard it at Mission Control. There's but, probably cameras in there. Like, like what are you doing there? <laughs> Plus, he, plus, he said so, he, he couldn't bring the lotion. It's all weight, weight oriented. Oh, I dry, I dry handed all the time. You measured the door handle on the outside. Apollo One didn't even have a handle on the inside, and that was also one of the contributing factors to the fire. Oh, well, they was died. That the astronauts oh. themselves couldn't get out of Sorry, guys. the well, how, capsule. How? They had to have the engineers outside unbolt them, and it took a really long time. That's part of yes. they changed that after that mission because what? that was. Uh, I would have gotten flow. to the moon real quicker <laughs> if, if, you had, if you had me in charge of nasa mm-hmm. we would have gotten to the moon by 1962 i fucking tell you i would have started i would have started put a handle on it <laughs> put a handle on it give him somewhere to sleep give him somewhere to sleep also cup holders yeah <laughs> give finkel some some lotion yeah and some magazines <laughs> yeah cup holders would have been good here's another one the, the astronauts apparently had a lot of arguments with engineers all the time over just that kind of thing where the astronauts were like you can't have the you know you can't have this here and you can't not have a door handle and what was what was the window they had to fight over a window the astronauts demanded a window and the engineers didn't want to what was the meal they ate the day they landed what was the meal they ate oh on the moon or back on earth you mean no no when they were on space when finkel's up in the plane they had space food (laughs) in and out dude no no, (laughs) probably something in a bag with a straw yeah that's about all there's these things in australia called space food sticks and they come in caramel and chocolate freeze dried right and i used to have them i used to have them in my lunch every day a space food stick and they come in a little silver packet and i was always led to believe that's all they ate in space <laughs> you you them and you you got you were right, able to, 
and tang. I just found it from Google. So they Canadian bacon, scalloped potatoes, vegetables, uh, pork, and beef. Yeah, that's that's a pretty nice meal. That's a nice meal. Let's go to space, guys. They're color-coded because they basically blended it up into a mush, so I think they couldn't really tell. Oh, so they had it like a Slurpee. So this this is a two-parter. So this one says Neil Armstrong carried a piece of the White Wright Brothers 1903 flyer with him to the moon. Um, But then also I read that it was on a different flight. I guess it was Apollo 15. Yeah, the astronauts brought 400 stamps. I guess it was unbeknownst to NASA with them to moon in hopes of selling them when they returned to, quote, set up trust funds for their kids. Like, these stamps were on the moon, and they were never allowed to fly again because of this. So I guess they were doing some sort of... They were well, going to do some sort of scam. Like, these stamps are on the moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they're risking their lives to go to the moon, give them a little... Yeah, but, but also, Wait, also, these stamps were Wait. on the moon, whatever. Just sell your shoes. Yeah. They're always already going with you. Right. You got you got an outfit to sell. Or don't bring the stamps and just say that they were on the moon. Yeah, you just lie. Yeah. Um, and there's another one on here, but I don't know if you were going to use this as a dinner party fact. So I'm going to wait for that one. I'm not sure if you, the one we had talked about yesterday or if you, um, but, um yeah, the, with the, the buzz, the buzz. What about the, the Buzz Aldrin. Uh, Kelly said it earlier, but I don't know if anyone caught it. This Buzz Aldrin. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did want to say that as my fact. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll so, talk about that after. So, there, there, two facts that are related. So, yeah, yeah. first of all, so, so we'll, we'll, get, says, we'll get to that. That's oh. not, I just want to set that up. So, we this is all the right. dinner party facts. This is the part of the show where um, uh, the expert gives us, uh, you're going to give us one fact, obscure, interesting, that the audience can use to impress people with their knowledge about this subject for the moon landing. So, please give us those facts. Okay, so... Uh, even so, first of all, Buzz Aldrin, man on the moon, he gets really upset because he says there were two people who landed on the moon, him and Neil Armstrong. They landed at the same time. Yeah. Right. And uh, so, but Neil Armstrong was the man to first step off and walk on the moon, but Buzz Aldrin had the honor of being the first man to pee on the moon. <laughs> but that I did it did I'm sure like you said he wanted to figure out how to get it out and like draw a pattern like <laughs> right out Buzz was here or something so I don't how, know. How, how did he get his urine outside his suit he did he just peed in his suit but he told him like I'm peeing sure he wanted yeah. to <laughs> yeah that's what I that, that's what I envision in my head is he takes his dick out and just starts peeing on the but moon then, but then he had to sit in his pee suit the whole way back or did he change no no he has a whole complicated uh, like machine that takes that all takes that care of all that uh, <laughs> what, what what was the mission when they hit the golf ball i always hear the golf ball was hit i don't was there a golf ball hit in the middle yeah there was the, that was apollo 11 but yeah the longest the up. longest hit ball on earth was done on the moon blah 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 they always use that stat but so they couldn't bring stamps but they bring fucking golf clubs <laughs> no but well, they, they it was approved yeah, it was approved, and part of the reason is because that still stands as the longest drive of a golf ball in human history. Because you simply cannot hit a golf ball that far. Oh, it was Apollo Earth. fourteen. Apollo fourteen. Alan Shepard yeah. is the Alan Shepard. That's right. Fifth yeah. man to walk on the moon and the first and only to have played golf there. He hit two balls during the Apollo fourteen mission. And how far? Yeah, uh, so a, a golf ball goes more than six times further on the moon than it does on Earth. As a combination of the fact that there's no I, atmosphere to slow it down. I'd still only get 200 yards. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'd shank it and hit the ship or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there'd be a smashed window. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> it <broke> it. <laughs> yeah. it, this, this Somebody calculated that, I, that an expert lunar golfer who hit the ball at the precisely the right speed and angle could make a two-and-a-half-mile shot. Somebody said that, but I don't know. It doesn't say, oh, wait, 
Um, but, 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 I don't know. It doesn't. I don't have it on here exactly how far. Anyway, sure they hit it. the ball very far. If there's yeah. not a top golf location <laughs> on the moon in the next five years, I'm gonna be pissed. And then you yeah, said you so had- another another fun fact is that all the pictures of people getting off the lunar lander um, is not Neil Armstrong. There's no photos of him getting off because there was no camera set up other than the video camera attached that everybody saw him walk off in a very green. Uh, in a, in a like a grainy photo uh, video that we all you know all these millions of people watch mm-hmm. but the actual photographs the full color photographs uh, are all of buzz coming off because he uh neil armstrong had time to get his camera out and film that so if you ever see somebody climbing down the ladder not on a, a, a black and white tv then you're seeing you're not seeing neil armstrong oh, that's so such a buzz move that's such yeah. a buzz move yeah. like, take was, a picture of me was, <laughs> I, was, was i correct that the blokes in australia lost the spaceship for a few days uh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. give you credit that's what he said yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. he said that's yeah, what that's what got you the but, six but, man isn't that amazing but really they just aimed it at the moon like yeah, yeah, this yeah, works they, they kept on lying <laughs> they kept on lying to nasa going oh yeah we've got it don't worry about it don't worry about it <laughs> Look and then and then they just aimed at the moon then one time the radio signal just came back in and they were like oh. it's like messing with the antennas on an old tv yeah. oh wait there was one more thing i read about how like the original tape was taped over by yeah, nasa it, in 2006 nasa yep, admitted that they no longer had the original videotapes of the moon landing because they recorded over them that's such a my parents <laughs> oh thing to do. No. <laughs> you pull the lugs out. <laughs> Someone is, it's it's also, just like a grainy softcore porn on top of it. You're like, oh. yeah. Someone's like, this is an episode of that, Family Ties. <laughs> that also fueled a lot of conspiracy theories, of course, because sure. a lot of the original footage is missing. So. And, and who would believe that they, they would have yeah. the ability to record over yeah. it? It's like, where is it just up? sitting on somebody's desk? What the fuck? <laughs> Taped over there. What fucking VHS used to cost a lot more than it does now. It's not like now where we photo, where we tweet out every photo of everything we're eating for breakfast that day. You know, back then it was a big deal to tape record. What could be more important though than the moon landing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, Notre Dame game. Get it on there. Um, all right, uh, Dr. Kevin Peter Hickerson, thank you so much for being with us uh, today. Thank I just you, Kevin. That was very good. Reiterate uh, that his podcast is called Surely You're Joking. I'm sure it's available on all podcast platforms, correct? And uh, yeah, yep. uh, he created with Jimmy O. Yang from Space Force, you mentioned. So there's another tie into mm-hmm. it. Um, and it's a great podcast. So uh, please listen to that. Subscribe to that. Surely You're Joking, featuring uh, Nobel Prize winner, scientists, and comedians, and obviously Dr. Kevin Peter Hickerson. Thank also, you. by the way, really quickly, the quote is is actually he actually said one st- one small step for ah man. Uh, and, but it's just been misquoted this entire time. Yeah, it's it's like the uh, audio dropped out a little bit, kind of like on this, you know, on the, the internet. <laughs> <laughs> there is in Zoom. Um, all right, Kevin, uh, Dr. Kevin Peter Higgins. I'm sorry, I always called Kevin, because but uh, uh, thank you so much for being here. Appreciate it. And uh, thank you, thank, thank you, Kevin. You. Thanks, Dr. Kev. Um, all right, so this part of the show called "I Do Know About This." It's three questions on a topic, or questions on a topic that Jim says he does know about it, or at least. Uh, he thinks he does, so we will see. So, for 4th of July, uh-huh. and you had mentioned this in a previous podcast, the Post Office Podcast, you yeah. knew that Benjamin Franklin was the first Postmaster General of the Correct. United States because of your citizenship test. Yes. So, we decided to ask you some questions from the citizenship test again. Great. To see. <laughs> <laughs> You're already a citizen. You can't lose it. Yeah. I don't think you can lose it if you get uh, these You wrong. know, you study for something, and then as soon as you yeah, do it, you yeah. shake it out of your yeah, head. Exactly. And then, yeah. like, don't need that anymore. <laughs> um, we'll start with some what I think are easy ones. What is one, only one, right or freedom from the first? First Amendment. 
Um, uh, freedom of speech. Okay, yeah. Or religion, assembly, press, yeah. petition. All right. Told you the first one's easy. Name one U.S. territory. Uh, Guam. Guam. Can you name another? Uh, America Samoa. That's pretty good. U.S. Virgin Islands, Puerto Rico, and then Northern Mariana Islands. No one gives a I've shit about those. No. I don't know what that is. Uh, how many amendments does the Constitution have? Oh, um, 27? Fucking A. All right. That's pretty good. Um, I, I, you've already gotten three right, but uh, I'll, I'm going to ask you, this one's even harder. When was the Constitution written? Um, the Declaration of Independence was that. So the Constitution was written, um, uh, I'm going to say 1784. 87, pretty good. And then this one is a little bit more timely just due to the Washington Redskins probably changing their name finally. Mm -hmm. They're fucking crazy that that's still a name. Name, this is on your test that you would have, might have had. Name one, they only ask you to name one. This is how <laughs> yeah, little we care about Native Americans. Name one American Indian tribe in the United States. The Samuels, Navajo, uh, Cherokee. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Cherokee, Navajo, Sioux, Chippewa, Chukwa, Pueblo. I play the casinos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Creek, Blackfeet, Seminole, Shine. There's not one Redskin in here, believe it or not. That's not an actual tribe in a name. Caesar's Palace. You know what's crazy about the Washington Redskins is like they, that, like they're basically all the sponsors are forcing them to change the name finally, and then they're like, "We're going to put together a committee to investigate this." And it's like, "What? It's investigate what? <laughs> to see if Redskins is really offensive?" Oh, it's it's offensive. Yeah, right? of course it is. If yeah. if you wouldn't be happy with a, a football team called the Munich Jews, yeah, it's the same thing. You yeah. can't. It's a genocided race of people. If you have them, if you have like, if you want to call it the team, like you can't call it the Indians either. Because yeah. they're not Indians. Cleveland they're, Indians is actually looking. They and that they're was Native, Native yeah. Americans. They just said it because they thought they looked like Indians. They're not Indians, yeah. right? And but you can say things like the Samuels, which is a, a, a Florida, co Florida college team. Um, I don't even have a, a problem with the Braves. I don't have a problem with the Chiefs. What about the Blackhawks? Uh, well, like for instance, Florida State is the college. They're 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 called the Seminoles, the the Seminole Indians, which I mean, is an actual um, tribe. But the Seminole Indian tribe came out and said, "We are fine with this." Mm -hmm. It's they're they're calling themselves the Seminoles, which is representative of you know. So they've actually made that statement. We did a piece on the on the old TV show where we talked about the Edmonton Eskimos. It got released on your on uh, whoever, like somebody posted. Yeah, it on I told Twitter. Jack to do it. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but I, but the Edmonton Eskimos, and we just found out that the Canadians weren't bothered either way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They yeah. were just like, oh, just uh, change the name, eh? Or uh, <laughs> keep it, or get rid of it. Either uh, way, we're good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I was I was speaking to the Inuits, and they're like. Well, we're not that bothered either, yeah. to be honest with you. I like that they all have the same accent up there, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. That's it for the podcast this week. You're still a citizen, Jim. I'm still a citizen. Yeah, you said you did. You crushed that exam. That's pretty good. You're <laughs> still a citizen. Give what they want. Yeah. Give what they want. Um, that's it. I'm only take it out, Jim. All right. Thanks, everyone. If you're at a party, someone says something to you that you're not sure about, just tell them, well, I don't know about that, and walk away. And then you haven't lost your fight. Good night, Australia. Why, hello, it's your old pal, Sarah Silverman, and I have a podcast called The Sarah Silverman Podcast. Yeah, I could have been more creative with the title, but you never go, hey, did you see last week tonight? No, you say, did you catch John Oliver? So, yeah, I'm a dreamer, but I'm a realist. I talk about all kinds of stuff from politics to breakfast cereal and everything in between. What are there, like three to four things in between? I'm super smart. I'm 
I'm super dumb. I uh, have strong opinions, which I might change completely tomorrow. You're not always going to agree with me, but I don't know. I'm doing the best I can with what I've been given. If you don't like it, uh, give me more. Hey.